Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Hello, America. Dave Hodges here, host of The Common Sense Show. We are the show that's freeing America one enslaved mind at a time. And really, really glad to be with you. Um, and we really appreciate you coming here. But a lot of you come here and you come often, but you're not subscribed. If you do that, it would increase our algorithm. It would improve our reach. And that's really what we need to do. We need the sound of marching feet. And then share our work because, you know, forewarned is forearmed. Ladies and gentlemen, help us out. Hey, we're brought to you by Virtual Shield. And in this age of rampant, cyber theft, computer break-ins. You saw what happened on the Strip, right, in Vegas? Oh, my gosh, in terrible breach. They had VPN like Virtual Shield. You wouldn't have had to worry. Let me show you a couple things here. I just want to point out some obvious things to you here. Um, I love Virtual Shield because... You can surf with anonymity, full identity protection, no IP address revelation. Your location isn't known either, and it's encrypted. So it's like you're always staying one step ahead of that burning bridge in perpetuity. It's awesome. Uh, Social Security number protection, all right? Part-time alerts, $1 million insurance, right, because your identity theft protection, ad malware blocking, dark web scanning, premium streaming, this is absolutely a fantastic product, and they offer these specials like crazy. But look at this. Hide your IP, prevents censorship, and unblocks websites, protects you on public Wi-Fi. And that's really when you're most at risk of being hacked. Virtual Shield's the best there is, 30-day free trial, and you'll see the specials when you go to hidewithdave.com. That's hidewithdave.com. Well, I spent a lot of time going back through the last few months of Tucker Carlson shows on Fox. And and I actually kind of kept a running log here of what he talked about on a certain day, the big things. I didn't catalog everything, but my wife and I would record it, and it would be kind of our nightly ritual. And we do, we, we were gone doing something. We watched it when we got home or the next day. And uh, it was truly remarkable TV. I'll tell you, we haven't seen TV like that since Glenn Beck was on Fox, and he got removed because Obama pulled the power strings and Rupert Murdoch backed down because of legal threats coming out of the UK. And so Rupert said, sorry, Glenn, you got to go. I don't even know if Glenn knows the story. I learned the story entirely from somewhere else, but Glenn had 
remember that memory had the red phone right and he'd say hey obama if i'm telling you things about your background and people you're associated with if they're not true call me and he had the red phone right there call me that was some of the best tv i had ever seen and then here comes tucker um equally as good and i tell you it was absolutely fantastic my favorite interview by the way was when tucker had glenn beck on but i've often wondered why was glenn beck fired well I had to go back and look into it, and because he pissed off the people that were behind Obama by going after Obama, and these people are rich and powerful. A lot of them had ties into the military-industrial complex. Oh, we'll get to that in a minute. What about Tucker? Why is he fired? See the guy in the background? This is what I think. As After I've gone through all the shows, there was a topic that Tucker wouldn't let go of. Yeah, he kind of pissed off the medical industry. He was ruthless in terms of going after the mainstream media. Uh, I mean, it was hilarious when he'd get their talking points and he'd have CNN, CNNBC, MSNBC, CBS, ABC, and they're all saying the same thing. Okay. And it was just echo chamber hilarious. Uh, Tucker was so clever and his people with him were really clever. Now, there was one topic he didn't let go of. And it's the forbidden cow. Now, be it for me to ever appreciate a conspiracy theory, but let me say this. Those of you that are living in the propagated past and you believe that Lee Harvey Oswald killed John Kennedy and acted all by himself, well, I'm sorry to tell you, but in 1977, Congress had the Select Committee on Assassinations and they studied the Kennedy assassination and their conclusion, which was, 13 years later than the Warren report, which was totally discredited, they came out and says, well, because of this motorcycle recording that was left on at the time of the assassination, the shots were recorded. Our experts have all concluded that there was at least two shooters. Hmm. They didn't go beyond that. They could have. They were afraid to. I guarantee you. It's the reason Congress won't give aid to Lahaina because of who they're afraid to. BlackRock. Yeah. Now, here comes Tucker, and he points out some interesting things. Even Trump backed down. By 2017, it was law, law, that all files connected to the JFK assassination had to be released. Well, no one's obeying that law. Not Trump, not Biden. Why? Look in the background. That's why. Tucker repeatedly said the CIA did it. For my investigation and people I've interviewed, like Jim DiEugenio, who's really, really good, the late Jim Mars, good friend, uh, tremendous work. Both those men, just tremendous researchers. We're lucky to still have Jim and Jim DiEugenio. Now, I got to tell you, the I'm trying to think of the best way to say this. The CIA may have been an operational arm, and this is where I think Tucker fell short. Uh, implicating the CIA um, as they went to the mafia and said, hey, give us some people. And they basically followed the Operation Mongoose plan that was used to kill Castro. That's pretty well established. Bobby Kennedy talked about that openly before he was assassinated. And uh, he 
I think one of the reasons he was killed, he said, I'm going to reopen my, um, yeah, okay. Well, John Kennedy also was an enemy of the military industrial complex, big time. They wanted war in Laos. No, sorry, no can do. We want to invade Cuba, Cuban Missile Crisis. No, good thing they didn't because there was nuclear weapons there, and those Marines would have been blown up, all 10,000 of them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so much for General LeMay and his wisdom, who I have absolutely zero respect for. For reasons, if you really want to know why, read Jim uh, Mars' book, Late Jim Mars, Crossfire. He gets into a lot of that stuff. All right, now let's get down to brass tacks here. What happened in the three months leading up to Tucker's release? And he did all the usual stuff. But there was one thing that jumped out, and that was he kept going back to the Kennedy assassination. Now, I will tell you this. The CIA did not personally benefit. I, mean, I think there might have been a little motive of revenge because after the Bay of Pigs and Kennedy knew he was lied to by the CIA, fired CIA Director Alan Dulles, who, by the way, ends up on the Warren Commission investigating the death of the guy who fired him. Something wrong with that picture? Um, and then um, he fired uh, Cavill, a number two guy. Oh, and his brother was on the Dallas Police Department, right? The chief. And guess what he did? He published the parade route change where Kennedy should have just gone down Main Street at 35 to 40 miles an hour. A little tougher target. Couldn't hit him from the book depository. And it was changed and published in the paper three days before the event. And Kennedy turned from Main Street on Elm, on to Houston, right? And the rest is history, as they say. Went right in front of the book depository, the grass, you know, you know. Cavill, brother of the number two guy fired. Those are interesting connections. There could be just wild coincidences. I'd like to buy a lottery ticket with those odds, a winning one. But nonetheless, you get really interesting stuff there. But the CIA did not benefit. The CIA is an operational arm for the deep state. Let's just be straight out honest. They do very little for national security. They operate illegally within the United States. They're not allowed to do that, but they do. They do. Um, and they're the guardian of the gate. They're the enforcement arm. You want someone blackmailed or worse, that's what you do. You get the CIA. But oftentimes they don't do the dirty work. They get the henchmen to do the dirty work. And I won't go into a long diatribe about what I know. In fact, I'll probably do that over on my TV show as we approach the 60th anniversary. Because I have a lot of good information. A lot of good information. I'll have to tell the story, though, because a lot of what I got and I used in a classroom presentations, I used to be asked to come to speak at history classrooms. And uh, I had a lot of those requests in the 90s and after the JFK movie came out from Oliver Stone, who, by the way, I'm such an admirer of Oliver Stone, one of the good guys out of Hollywood. But anyway, his movie was top notch, used a lot of Jim Marr stuff. And um they had the script stolen three times when they were making the movie. Yeah, I remember uh, uh, who was it that talked about it? I think Jack Lemon talked about that. Yeah, we had our script stolen three times. It's a good thing we memorized our lines. But anyway, back to Tucker. The CIA did it. That's why they don't want the files out. No. The CIA may have been an operational arm. But they didn't benefit. They didn't have the motive. Maybe a little revenge, as I pointed out. But that's not enough to kill a president. 
<laughs> but if you open the files up and you start tracking CIA contacts, you very well end up at the doorstep of planned it. Can't have that. Once you look at the CIA, now you dig into who's really behind it, you got a problem. And that tells me the same business interests are still alive and at work today. Oh, the same people are not there. They're dead and buried. But their descendants, corporately speaking, are still there. They're still there. I'll just give you this little teaser. One month before Kennedy was killed, he said, I'm bringing home the combat advisors. 75 have been killed. Too many were out. The South Vietnamese leader agreed with him, the DM brothers. They said, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't want American colonial forces here. We had the Japanese. We had the French. We don't need you, but we need your help. And Kennedy said, I agree. I agree. We're not interested in being a colonial force. But some people wanted a 10-year war. Money, money, money. And um, one month later, all three of those individuals who had that conversation that was well-publicized, communicated to Walter, Walter Cronkite, the big newsman of the day, all three of them were dead within a month. And what happened eight months later, we had 100,000 ground troops in Southeast Asia on the way to a half a million. And we had a 10-year war that Kennedy announced he was ending. Those are just things, the before and the after. What changed? Kennedy banned up our atmospheric nuclear testing President Johnson, who succeeded him, he reinstituted it. A lot of money. Who's making the money there? Hmm. The MIC, Military Industrial Complex. And what did Eisenhower say, the predecessor to Kennedy? Beware of the Military Industrial Complex. Its influence is unwarranted and unprecedented. And in a free society, and he went on to, yeah, you get the idea. But anyway, Tucker opened up that can of worms. Now, interestingly, about six weeks before Tucker was fired, somebody moved in and they bought the controlling shares, the dominant shares in Fox. I think it was 19% of the shares. Care to guess who that company is? If you saw my live stream presentation, who controls the the um, military-industrial complex? And I went through Raytheon, Northrop Grumman, okay, Lockheed Martin, and you kept seeing the same names over and over for all three. Now, they weren't the only ones, but they were the major ones. BlackRock, State Street, Vanguard. Now, they had nothing to do with Kennedy's death. They weren't even around then. But they certainly seemed to want to be the guardian of the gate. And if you're looking at where do the arrows point, military-industrial complex. That's what Oliver Stone concluded. That's what Jim Garrison, who prosecuted the only court case on the Kennedy assassination, that's what he said when he wrote his book. That's what Jim Maher said. And Tucker got fired shortly after BlackRock bought, bought the controlling shares. And I'm waiting for Tucker to talk about this. Or would it be in his best interest not to? You know, I don't know. Listen, I don't think BlackRock would do anything dirty like that. I don't. BlackRock controls 70% of America's GDP through asset management. 
That's well-established fact. You can see several videos right here on YouTube about that fact. When you include Straight Street and Vanguard, who have they have this ancestral relationship, interlocking boards, controlling interests, where they control each other. We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts and help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at the TV, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TV. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call buryyourgold.com. And what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground. And you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold. Not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to buryyourgold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Did you know that the World Economic Forum now, they in the last meeting they convened, they actually had a water board there with water experts, and they tell us our water is in danger and they have to take control of our water. Does that bother anybody? I'm sure it does. And I begin thinking right now about water safety. And we already know there's lead in the water, chemicals in the water. A lot of it's not safe to drink. But we have the answer for you. It's called the Alexa Pure Pro Water Filter. It's the best there is. And scientifically, they leave nothing to doubt as they publish their research at waterwithdave.com. And it's my choice for water filtration. Gravity powered. It reduces 206 contaminants. It targets heavy metals, fluoride, chlorine, and viruses. It is the best there is in the business. And you can read all the research on this simply by going to water with dave.com that's water with dave.com save eighty dollars for a short time 90 percent of u.s gdp 10 percent of the world's gdp by blackrock now i'm not saying they're doing anything nefarious i mean they certainly weren't around to off kennedy they had nothing to do with that but why is it that when they took over tucker got fired what was tucker talking about now tucker pissed off people in the medical community too you know, he really went after Fauci and some of the things there, much like Rand Paul did. But that went on a lot longer than just a few months. His obsession with the CIA and JFK, that was intense three months. It was very intense. And I looked at my wife one time at dinner. We had it on and playing it. And I said, man, this guy's playing with fire. She says, what do you mean? I said, do you know the statistics related to interesting things that happened to people too close in the Kennedy time? I said, he's messing with fire. He's absolutely messing with fire. So as we come up on the 60th anniversary, do we just leave it alone and ignore it? Or do we have a resurgence of interest? 
JFK's movie went number one. I mean, Oliver Stone's JFK movie was fantastic. Now, I was pretty familiar. I didn't know Jim at the time when that movie came out, and I think it was 91. But I had had contact with a couple of professors who were researching this, and I learned a lot from them. I sat in on their presentations, and I started to do my own research. And I concluded, oh, my gosh, we truly have been lied to. Truly. And it wasn't hard to prove. So I uh, sat back and I said to myself, this is really dangerous for people to get into. You get too close, you get your nose bloodied. <clears throat> Why do you think every president's left this alone? And if you want a further warning, I'll just say two words. Ronald Reagan, and I ain't talking the aircraft carrier. <laughs> anyway, I just thought I would share this with you. That's why I believe Tucker was fired, because he tried to implicate the CIA connected to um, the Kennedy assassination. And, and actually, my views with Tucker on this are partially in agreement, but some of it's not. And that's okay. That's just why we have shows like this, so we can put things out in the open and people make their own decision about what they want to believe. Uh, but Tucker did... I mean, fantastic work. It was a great loss to America when Tucker went away, but they couldn't have him, too, for the 2024 election. And I have to say, that could have also been the number one reason, but I don't think so. It's the timing of everything and what he was talking about. You have to consider the context. We weren't in presidential mode at that time when he was fired in April of this year. We weren't. But people were talking about, hey, why aren't we releasing the files? It's time. And you you get files released from the CIA. You know what you get? Black line, black line, black line. You get nothing. And as my friend Sheriff Mack likes to say, if you're not guilty of something, then why are you acting like you're guilty? That's it for the Common Sense Show. Just food for thought. Thought you'd enjoy that. We're going to do a lot on our uh, other media regarding uh, the 60th anniversary of JFK. And I want to celebrate the good things he did. And his short time in office was a thousand days. He accomplished some amazing things for the youngest president ever. I, I was stunned at what I looked at this. Had he had a second term, and he clearly would have been reelected, if he'd have had a second term, I think America would have taken a different direction because people say, Dave, when did the deep state get a hold of America? I'm going to answer that in our next broadcast. When did the deep state get a hold of America? And by the way, I heard Diane Bongino answer that in Dinesh D'Souza's movie, um, Police State. And I agree with Bongino's answer. But I even go back just a little further, but I land on the same square as he did. And do you have any idea what it would be? Yeah, I think it's interesting. When did America become a police state? It is. It is. I mean, when you could take Sharona Bishop and have that happen, you go, what's that? I'll tell you in the next video. When you can have a soccer mom, a at-home school mom, whose husband works for the government, and justice. And that could happen to her. Oh, none of us are safe. None of us. And she's the nicest person. Oh, she's dynamic. I bet she's a heck of a mama bear, but she is dynamic, 
and forceful, and I can see why Dinesh wanted her in the movie. That was an excellent choice. But I'm going to cover all that in our next video. But suffice it to say, this is why I believe Tucker was fired. And it was a great loss because not everyone follows Twitter. He's getting really good numbers. I don't, I'm hoping he can monetize it because he took a hell of a hit. But um, Tucker will go down as one of the great journalists of all time. A man that cared enough to tell the truth and it cost him his job. And uh, unfortunately, you know, I have a lot of admiration for Walter Cronkite. I've looked at a lot of things about Walter Cronkite. There are some really good things. And I think in his core, he was a good man. But he sold out to keep his job in his position. And he sold out to the globalists in the deep state. And uh, Glenn Beck, he didn't sell out either. I have much respect for Glenn Beck. Do I disagree with Glenn? No, I don't. But he's right a lot more than I believe he's wrong. And uh, we're lucky to have people like that because if you go to CNN, who's the investigative journalist there? Nobody. Larry King kind of was for a while when they let him. Um, MSNBC. Rachel, no, I don't think so. How about CBS, ABC, and NBC? Anybody there? No. No, there's just Lester Holt. I'll say whatever you want. Yup, 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 yup. Oh, by the way, he's the moderator for the uh, upcoming GOP debate that Trump is going to miss again. You know what Trump is saying? I don't need to mess with you peons. I know I'm going to be the candidate. I mean, that's pretty much what he's saying. And I agree. We had four years of Trump. We don't need to get up there and debate with anybody, right? We have no idea. We know what he'll do when he gets into office. We already know. And these other people are fighting for number two. Who should be his VP? The RFK thing is intriguing, but their views are too different. I don't see that happening. How about Tucker? Or better yet, how about Carrie Lake? See, I had a front row seat for Carrie Lake. She is a generational candidate that ran into bullcrap. And she was a, oh my gosh, is she dynamic. And integrity, honesty, fearlessness in the face of terrible onslaught from the mockingbird lamestream legacy media. She was fantastic. I'll tell you, she would enhance Trump. And people say, Trump's really kind of rough around the edges. Well, that's part of what makes him great. But she would be the refined version of Trump. It'd be a great counterbalance. Carrie Lake for VP. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us. God bless all of you. Uh, I'm so impressed that you care enough about your country. You come here. Um, And, you know, I want to say this, and I'm going to talk about the movie that I saw last night a little later. But um, when I sat through Dinesh's movie, and much love to Dinesh, much love to him. Um, I don't care if you agree with him or not. The man, he has heart and he has guts. And um, there were a lot of teary-eyed people that came to the realization sitting through that movie that we have lost our country. And most of these people were in their 60s, 70s, and 80s. There were some walkers and, you know, people kind of hunched over. But they know how it used to be, and they know what it is now. No spoiler alert, because it's available on a lot live stream. But I'm going to say this. 
I was touched by the reaction of the audience. Same way I'm touched by you people coming here. You give a crap. You don't want your kids, your family, to live in a cesspool. And that's exactly what we're falling into. A pool of endless excrement with no morality, no honesty, no compassion, no empathy, just plain evil. And you see it, and it motivates you to come here. And you have to know that you have my undying respect. I don't care whether I agree with you or not, or you agree with me. We share a common interest. We want things to be put back to the way they're supposed to be. I'll see you back here next time. We at The Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts and help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at thecommonsenseshow.tv, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at thecommonsenseshow.tv. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com. And what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground. And you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold. Not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee.